There's a bunch of hype around the Heisman Trophy. Is anybody talking about Big Ten players? You bet. I'll tell you who. Plus, we've got a little bit of breaking news coming up. Lockdown Big Ten starts now. You are locked on Big Ten. Your daily podcast on the Big Ten Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Big Ten. I'm Craig Shima. Thank you once again for making us your first listen each and every day. Really appreciate it. Spread the word. We're free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. It's part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. We are going to talk some Heisman. Who's going to win it here this year? And we're going to take an interesting look at Heisman's past and some interesting Big Ten ties to all of that. Plus, I'm going to give you a little bonus as well. I'm going to tell you the greatest Heisman class ever. Runner-ups, the finalists, the whole deal. One particular year will blow you away. And then we'll close it off with the Big Ten Network, Big Ten Classics coming up this weekend. Be sure to subscribe and follow Lockdown Big Ten for free wherever you get your podcast. That way you'll get the latest episode of this podcast as soon as it becomes available each and every day. And go ahead and subscribe right now. Just do it before you're even thinking about it. It's free. Just click it on. We're pushing toward 2000 really fast here. All right. The news before we get into our Heisman talk, um, as you know, USC and UCLA are coming to the big 10 in exactly one year without the schedules, 2024, 2025. And it looked like the big 10 was fine. Going to stand pat. That was going to be the league, but the Pac-12 is crumbling before our very eyes. Its existence is in danger. They can't get a TV deal, for one, and now schools are hemorrhaging and leaving the conference. And so we've had talks before about Washington and Oregon being a good fit in the Big Ten and, of course, being a nice travel partner with USC and UCLA and whatnot. There have been some conversations, maybe Cal and Stanford, too, if the league wants to go up to 20 teams. And I still think talks are starting to happen again with Washington and Oregon. But a development this week on Wednesday, the Florida State president and the Florida State lead booster, two separate guys, two separate statements, talked about how they got to get out of this horrible, low-paying 13-year TV deal with ESPN. They're making one-third of what other these, these big conferences are making. They can't survive on that. They compared it to dying of a cut of a thousand cuts and they just can't sit and stand pat. They've got to get an exit strategy in the next 12 months. They are for real. Florida state is out of there. And the question is, will the rest of the league crumble? My understanding is they got to get eight teams uh, in the league together to get out of that ESPN deal without any penalty. But it sounds like Florida state doesn't care. They got to get out. Once they start wiggling and making some noise, how much sooner until uh, how soon until Clemson and Miami and anybody else follow? And how big does the Big Ten want to get? Seems to me 20 is the cap someday. And I, th I think the SEC and the Big Ten go to 20. But anyway, that's a discussion for another day. But that day is coming soon. Want to make you abreast of all the situation because we're going to be keeping an eye on it here on Lockdown Big Ten and keep you covered. I obviously have a lot of thoughts about it. I'm sure you do, too. By the way, hit me up 
on Twitter at TalkBig10 and the comments here on YouTube as well. All right. In the meantime, let's get back to our original conversation today with the Heisman Trophy and whether the Big Ten, any Big Ten players have a, a real shot at winning this thing. Caleb Williams, of course, out of USC, future Big Ten school. Um, he is, I've seen odds plus 400, plus 500 for him to repeat and be the first repeat player since Archie Griffin, Big Ten, Ohio State. Be a nice swan song for the Pac 12, don't you think, before the whole league implodes? Drake May is up there out of North Carolina. Michael Penix Jr., a guy that had, uh, well, he was with the Big Ten when he was with Indiana, transfers to Washington. Washington might be a Big Ten team in the future. But no, nevertheless, I've seen his odds out there after last year, 4,600 yards, 31 touchdowns, and eight interceptions. A lot of people like him. Seen his odds are anywhere between plus 1,200 and plus 1,600. You know, Bo Nix, Jordan Travis, those these are guys that are, up in kind of the same range a little bit. It depends on what poll or, or uh, odds you look at. I've seen Drew Aller as the highest-ranking Big Ten player out of Penn State. I've seen J.J. McCarthy. Uh, of course, Kyle McCord is not too far behind. Uh, Drew Aller, of course, out of Penn State, I like a lot. I expect a huge year out of him this year. They are loaded. They've got running backs, receivers, and I think they are right there. You've heard me. If you've heard me all summer, I, I think Penn State is right on the heels of Michigan and Ohio State. I've seen Drew Aller with some odds anywhere between plus 2,000 and plus uh, 2,500 as well um another guy with michigan ties joe milton now at tennessee plus two two thousand uh, plus 2500 but getting back to actual michigan uh, big 10 players michigan uh player uh jj mccarthy he is anywhere between plus 1800 and 2500 of course jim harbaugh called him a generational quarterback last week 2,700 yards, 22 touchdowns, five interceptions, 306 yards rushing, and five touchdowns rushing as well. So a dual threat. J.J. McCarthy with great odds. Of course, he may be competing with some players on his own team as well. That remains to be seen. Uh, another player that will be competing with players on his own team is Kyle McCord, the quarterback at Ohio State. I've seen his odds go from 25 plus 2,500 to plus 1,800. And but I've also seen Devin Brown with some odds. His uh, his quote unquote backup at plus five thousand to plus eight thousand. Now he he dropped a little bit this week to plus eight thousand with the odds that I saw on FanDuel right before we started doing our podcast today. Our good friends at FanDuel. But um, you know Ryan Day says he's going to work out both quarterbacks. Both will have a chance. But you know I still think it's going to be Kyle McCord at the end of the day. So those are the obvious ones that people like to talk about. Interesting. Uh, Quinn Ewers at Texas is up there plus uh, 1600, but uh, that's why Hudson card to bring it back to the big 10 is at Purdue right now, transferring out of there, by the way, Hudson card plus 10,000 on FanDuel as we speak. If you, uh, if you like those odds, some other players that are getting a lot of attention and I have mixed uh, different thoughts about here and there, Nick Singleton running back out of Penn state. He's plus 8,000. He was plus 5,000. But, you know, his problem, as great as he is, uh, you know, he set a, a Penn State freshman record for 12 touchdowns last year and 1,061 yards. But he's going to split time with Katron Allen, who also uh, rushed for 700 yards last year. That's a lot of splitting time. Look, it's good for their legs and keeping them fresh and good for their future pro careers as well. I don't know if you're going to split that much time if you'll get enough uh, highlight run to go ahead and get a Heisman trophy, if that's your goal, 
Another running back, Donovan Edwards out of Michigan, getting a lot of run. Uh, I've seen I've seen odds all over the place, plus 4,000 to plus 10,000 for him. But he's going to split time with Blake Corum, who's about plus 5,000 on FanDuel right now. So uh, Blake Corum, of course, coming back. And uh, last year, I believe he was the highest ranking running back in the Heisman vote. He came in seventh last year, and that was with missing uh, some time. And he's uh, he's coming back ready to go again. Splitting time, though, uh, with the, with the dual. A lot of teams, the way to go in the Big Ten, you got to have a one-two punch at running back. So if you're a running back with a Heisman hopes, you're going to be splitting time with another guy that's going to reduce your stats a little bit. Jeff Sims. The uh, quarterback in Nebraska, remember, he's the transfer from Georgia Tech. He's in at about plus 5,000. But here's where uh, I think you get some value. Marvin Harrison, Marvin Harrison Jr., wide receiver at Ohio State. I think I would sprinkle some money here. I have seen him at plus 5,000. He's dropped to plus 3,000. I think people are starting to get on this bandwagon now. A lot of these odds that I've been – I know I've given you a range of odds, which is kind of weird because it's so uh, such a big gap in just a couple of days, I've noticed. Uh, you know, we're at camp now. Teams are opening up camp. Everybody's getting serious. Eh, some money starting to flow in a little bit and change the odds. That's what's going on here. But uh, Marvin Harrison, I think, if you want to pick a non-quarterback and you know get some good odds, Marvin Harrison Jr. out of Ohio State. I think that's your guy right there. Uh, Travion Henderson, also uh, running back at uh, Ohio State. Again, splitting time with your teammate getting attention Braylon Allen running back out of Wisconsin you can get him at plus 8,000 you know he last year had seven 100 yard rushing games that gets attention when you're on the TV every week and uh, everybody's talking about another 100 yard rushing game by Braylon Allen that gets a lot of attention for people so um Keep in mind, keep him in mind a little bit. Now, again, we know this has turned into a quarterback's award. I, I hate it. It says the Heisman Trophy since 1935 has been supposed to be for the most outstanding player in college football. It has turned into a quarterback's award. 85% of the time since 2000, it's gone to a quarterback. Heck, I'd love to see a defensive player or two mixed in, a lineman maybe, but it always goes to the quarterbacks. Back when I was a kid, it seemed like it was always a running back, but now – Everything's all about the quarterbacks. And, you know, the real quarterback award is the Davey O'Brien award. I mean, that's what the Heisman's turned into, the Davey O'Brien. No offense to the Davey O'Brien award. Uh, some other flyers you might want to consider. Got a couple more and um, a couple of defensive ends. Like I said, I want to get a defensive player in there. JT uh, Tuimolau out of Ohio State or Penn State defensive end Chop Robinson. I think both of those are very interesting. If they have big years where they're getting in 12 and a half, 13, 14 sacks, book them, put, put them in there. They're going to be double teamed all season long, but they're guys you definitely want to keep an eye on. I think it, uh, it would be very interesting. It would behoove you to do that. You'd like to get a little money on that. So those are my thoughts on the Heisman. Again, I'd love to hear from you. Hit me on uh, Twitter or here, right here on YouTube. So that's a look at the Heisman. When we come back, we're going to take a look at – Heisman's past and how they tie in to the Big Ten. And coming up, I've got the greatest Heisman class ever. I mean, one through five, the guys that didn't win it, unbelievable. I've got that coming up next on Locked On Big Ten. But I want to tell you about LinkedIn Jobs first. 
You know, these days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. I was just talking about wagers for Heisman. Wagers, wa- business is a wager. Look, it's it's kind of a pain sometimes when you got to hire somebody, and you need somebody to lighten the load for you. I've had to do it, and you get nervous. you got a lot going on in the office. Everybody's doubled up the workload because you're short people. You don't want to make a mistake and hire the wrong person because that makes it even a bigger mess. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. You got your job posting with LinkedIn jobs. It's very easy to do. Then you add the job and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring and what you're looking for. Simple tools like screening questions, make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience. So you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and, of course, eventually hire, because that's what this whole thing is all about. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates that you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply all right heisman passed gonna take a look at how this ties into the big 10 you're all proud you're big 10 fans and go down memory lane a little bit you all know that and you should know 1935 jay burwanger out of the university of chicago big powerhouse back in the day first heisman trophy winner is the most outstanding player in college football did you know that the big 10 has won the most uh, Heisman Trophy since 1935, 18. That's by current alignment. Yes, we count Nebraska, we count Penn State, even though it was before they were in the league. Ohio State leads the way by far with seven. Right up there, man, seven. Uh, the next closest one is Michigan and Nebraska with three. Les Horvath started it in 1944. Vic uh, Janowitz in 1950. 1955 was Howard Cassidy. And, of course, Archie Griffin, 1974 and 1975. See, if you're Ohio State, you're going to start racking up a lead in the Heisman count when you got you know guys that have won it twice. And uh, Archie's the only one to do it. Uh, maybe, maybe until this year. We'll see. 1995, Eddie George and 2006, Troy Smith. Michigan has three. Their first in 1940 was Tom Harmon. Desmond Howard in 1990. Oh, 91 won it. Of course, he had that uh, the Heisman pose. Can I do that here on the camera? There we go. Did the Heisman pose in the Ohio State game during the touchdown. That's what got him uh, the award. Uh, it was the final clinching moment, Heisman moment. Charles Woodson in 1997, he beat uh, Peyton Manning. Of course, had the big punt return against uh, Ohio State. Nebraska with three. How about uh, Johnny Rogers in 1972 running over people? And Mike Rozier also running over people a decade later in 1983. And Eric Crouch won in 2001. Wisconsin's got two. The great uh, Alan Amici, the fullback from 1954, the Iron Horse, getting the Heisman Trophy back in the day. And then Ron Dane in 1999. You know, he's the NCAA's all-time leading rusher with 7,125 yards. A lot of miles on it. In fact, I think those miles at Wisconsin – and the fact he carried a couple extra pounds as well. I think it shortened his NFL career a little bit. He uh, went in the first round of the Giants and played for the Broncos and the Texans. I mean, he had an eight-year career, 
But uh, anyway, I, I think those legs were pretty worn out by the end. Iowa has one Heisman Trophy winner in 1939, Niall Kinnick. Yes, that's where you get your name, Kinnick Stadium. Well, I, if you're from Ohio, uh, Iowa, you, you know that. But uh, maybe everybody else doesn't. Now Kinnick, the name Kinnick Stadium. You know, and he was a war hero, died as a Navy pilot, uh, testing out in uh, World War II. But um, uh, a great hero. Did you know, Iowa fans, that you have had four Heisman runner-ups? I mean, you can have a lot more than one if it were just for a break here or there. In 2002, quarterback Brad Banks came in second. In 1985, quarterback Chuck Long came in second. Then he went on to play for the Detroit Lions. In 1957, Alex Karras came in second, and he went on to play for the Detroit Lions. And quarterback Randy Duncan back in 1958 coming in second place. The Minnesota Golden Gophers, they end up, uh, they got one. They got one. It was Bruce Smith. No. Not that Bruce Smith, not the defensive lineman that you're thinking of from the Bills. Bruce Smith, the running back from 1941. And then Penn State fullback John Capaletti won it in 1973. Are you surprised, like I am, that Penn State only has one Heisman Trophy with their great history of college football? I am. The, I mean, Saquon Barkley didn't win it. Larry Johnson didn't win it. In fact, I think he came in third in 2002 when he rushed for 2,000 yards. You know, 1994 is the year that got you, Nittany Lions fan. Kajana Carter came in second. Kerry Collins came in fourth. Those two guys split the vote. I, I think if he, you know, if it wasn't for Kerry Collins or Kajana Carter, one of those two guys would have won the Heisman that year if their teammate wasn't in the top four splitting the vote for him. I'm absolutely convinced of that. And then Lydell Mitchell, uh, he came in fifth in 1971 and uh, split time with Franco Harris in the backfield back in the day so to can you imagine that as a backfield Lydell Mitchell and Franco Harris back in the early 70s just rolling over people phenomenal all right as I promised I told you I was going to give you what I think is the best Heisman class of all time are you ready 1982 you know that Herschel Walker won the Heisman trophy and deservedly so out of Georgia do you know who came in second? Do you remember? How good's your memory? John Elway, quarterback out of Stanford, Hall of Famer. Eric Dickerson came in third out of SMU, Hall of Famer. Anthony Carter, I still remember the, the number one wide receiver, number one Michigan, came in fourth. And David Remington, a mountain of a man out of Nebraska, he came in fifth, the great lineman out there. Herschel Walker, John Elway, Eric Dickerson, Anthony Carter, and David Remington were your five Heisman finalists that went to uh, Herschel Walker. That, I think, is the greatest Heisman class of all time. If you can agree or disagree, hit me on uh, Twitter at TalkBig10 or comments down below here on YouTube. And while you're down there, make sure you click and subscribe and share us with your friends. I want to thank all of you, as a matter of fact, for making Lockdown Big Ten your first listen every day. We are growing leaps and bounds every single day. Every day airs our next show. We'll have a yeah, our first guest. I've been doing these solo. I'm start. I'm going to start adding some guests. Ryan Herrings is going to join us. He is the host of Lockdown Badgers to talk some Wisconsin Badger football camp. Meanwhile, uh, as I mentioned, be sure to subscribe on YouTube, share, follow, and like Lockdown Big Ten. Coming up next our weekly feature, and it's one I love, 
our Big Ten Network, Big Ten Classics, heading into the weekend. All that coming up right here on Locked On Big Ten. All right, uh, let's take a look at the Big Ten Network's Big Ten Classics over the week. It's still hot outside. You got to sit inside, inside in the AC and watch some of these. I'm going to put them on screen in case you are just listening on the audio version. I'll describe in detail so you don't feel left out. But also feel free to join us on YouTube from time to time if you uh, can do so. And so here it is. We're going to put them up here Friday, August 4th. 6 p.m. starts off with Nebraska football training camp. That's right. The Big Ten is going to start going to all uh, all the schools and hanging out all day with camps and interviews and highlights and package it into a one-hour show. And the first one airs here at 6 p.m. on Friday, but it's going to air repeated ad nauseum throughout the weekend, so you can catch that, Nebraska Cornhusker fan. Also, uh, after that, they'll celebrate Nebraska a little bit, 7 p.m., the 2022 Indiana-Nebraska football game, Casey Thompson, uh, 270 yards and two touchdowns in that 35-21 win over the Hoosiers. Saturday, August 5th, noon, the uh, 1999 Rose Bowl featuring Wisconsin and UCLA. That's where Ron Dane, who we just mentioned a moment ago, scored four touchdowns in that game. At 1 p.m., Big Ten Trailblazers, they're going to feature Barry Alvarez, who was the coach on AD at uh, Wisconsin and built them up to what they are uh, very successfully. Followed by 7 p.m., these are all Eastern times, by the way, the 1997 Rose Bowl. It's Ohio State versus Arizona State. That's where David Boston had the five-yard touchdown with 19 seconds to go. And then at 10 o'clock, 10 p.m. Eastern time, Michigan football classic, the 1997 Ohio State versus Michigan game, that's the one where Charles Woodson ran a punt 78 yards back for the score. And then on Sunday at 1 p.m., Minnesota football training camp. So they started out in Nebraska on Friday. Sunday, they're going to be at, uh, at Minnesota and have an hour-long feature there. Again, that will be repeated quite a bit as well. And then they follow that up with the night, with uh, 4 o'clock with the 2022 Northwestern versus Michigan or, Northwestern versus Minnesota uh, football game where Muhammad Ibrahim, the great, powerful running back, 178 yards, three touchdowns, and a 31-3 to win in that game. So that's a look at Big Ten Classics on Big Ten Network coming up this weekend. Now, uh, as I mentioned at the top of the broadcast, Lockdown Big Ten will continue to keep an eye on everything and anything that's related to expansion talk for the Big Ten, again, with the Pac-12 slowly collapsing without a TV deal. Keep it on Washington and Oregon, but also the ACCs get a little fidgety with their horrible TV deal at ESPN. And uh, the Florida State president and their lead booster separate is, uh, statements issued on Wednesday that we, we got to get out. We need a 12-month exit strategy. It's going to happen fast, and obviously that will be a topic of conversation here on this show. Many ways to contact me. Don't forget, Twitter, at TalkBig10. Be sure to subscribe. Help me out. Get over 2,000 for me. I would really appreciate it. And follow this podcast uh, right now on your favorite podcast app. And you'll get the latest episode of Lockdown Big Ten as soon as it is available each and every day. Now I invite you to check out the Lockdown Sports Today podcast for the latest on everything going on in sports. In the meantime, can't wait to talk to you again. I'm Craig Scheman for Lockdown Big Ten. Have a great day.